Selam, selam from Stony Hill. This is the Roar Shop Ethiopia update from the 7th of April 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. The war in Ukraine is unfortunately still raging on, and besides Ukraine and Russia themselves, other countries are paying the price. The Ethiopian Shipping and Logistics Service Enterprise Deputy CEO Wonder Wassin Kassas said that the war is affecting the transportation of goods as ports and other infrastructures are being destroyed. The deputy CEO also stressed the importance of looking for alternatives for Russian and Ukrainian imports. He added that Ethiopia is importing iron and steel from Oman, a switch from main supplier Russia. Wundwosin also proposed importing cereal from Canada and Argentina and vegetable oil from Malaysia and Indonesia. The Ethiopian Petroleum Enterprise CEO Tadase Heli Miriam said the country has lost 10 billion beer or 200 million U.S. dollars in just one month because of the inflated oil prices caused by the war. Speaking of foreign relations, Ethiopia made a proposal in a U.N.'s General Assembly session to have the budget of an investigation blocked. The investigation was on alleged human rights abuses in the conflict in Tigray. However, the country's request was rejected after putting the proposal to a vote on Thursday, the 31st of March. The government says that the investigation is politically motivated and has objected to it several times. But some say that the government doesn't want this investigation for fear of being incriminated by the findings. On that note, about the Tigray region, we've got some great news. The World Food Program revealed on Saturday, the 2nd of April, that 13 trucks carrying much-needed humanitarian aid arrived in the region capital. This donation is the first to come via road transport in more than two months. Later that day, the WFP also said that for the first time after eight months, oil trucks also entered the region carrying 47,000 liters. The program said that 200,000 liters of oil are needed per week to satisfy the demand in the region. International Red Cross Committee also donated medical equipment, food, and water on the same day through road trucks. Its first donation via road transport since September September 2021. However, in the southern region, in the Konso area, the situation is getting worse. Last week, we told you that a government official was murdered. Now, on the 31st of March, four more people have been killed. One of them was the administrator of a sub-district called Segen Gunnet. Another was a member of the militia and the other two were residents. The same day, three travelers were attacked, two died, and the other was seriously injured. Residents say that there is an extremist group in the area behind all these attacks. Officials of the area pleaded with the regional and federal governments to take action. There was another attack in Ara, Godana, Minjar, the border area between Amahara and Oromia. The attack took place on Tuesday the 29th of March, but there is no reliable information about it because both regional governments have accused unidentified gunmen from each other's region of being the perpetrators. So far, the only thing we are certain about is that there was an attack. Sadly, the attacks on border areas didn't stop here. On Sunday the 3rd of April, another conflict broke out at the border between the Oromia and Sedama regions. The Peace and Stability Bureau director of the Sedama region, Aleme Timotuo, said that the conflict began when a renowned elderly Adeloke Yone was killed by unidentified gunmen. At least five casualties have been reported after that. Many more people have been seriously injured. The Oromia regional government hasn't commented on the incident yet. 
Many Ethiopians hope that the National Dialogue Commission will resolve this and many other issues. Prime Minister Abiy took to social media to talk about the commission. He urged everyone from religious figures to elderly citizens from opposition parties to government officials to help the commission succeed in bringing about dialogue and peace. On Thursday, the 31st of March, Eritrea appointed Banam Berhe as its charge d'affaires in Ethiopia after the former Eritrean ambassador's term expired. In the days that followed, there were multiple speculations about why Eritrea chose to appoint a charge d'affaires instead of an ambassador. But on Monday the 4th, the Eritrean embassy in Addis said that the title makes no difference at all. Israel's Ministry of Internal Affairs has lifted a ban that prohibited Ethiopians from getting a group visa to visit Israel. The ministry had banned group visas since they feared that because of the conflict in the north, Ethiopians wouldn't return to their homeland. Ethiopian Orthodox Christians were practically affected because many of them fly to Israel to celebrate Easter. Ethiopian Orthodox monks in Jerusalem filed a complaint. The Ethiopian embassy in Israel discussed with various offices, including the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and finally the ban got lifted. Member of Parliament and former leader of the Oroma Liberation Front, Galasa Dilbo, passed away last week on Thursday the 31st. Aside from being a member of parliament, he was also a deputy chairman of the House of People's Representatives Industry and Mining. His funeral was held on Saturday the 2nd of April at the Holy Trinity Cathedral. Prime Minister Abi expressed his condolences, saying that Galasa was a freedom fighter who fought for the equality and freedom of the Oromo people. The Minister of Education, Higher Education Development Officer, Dr. Samuel Kifle, revealed on Sunday the 3rd that starting next year, students that graduate from public universities will take standardized exams. They will have to show their competence in their fields of studies. Dr. Samuel also said that the government will not create another university for the next five years and will instead focus on improving the quality and capacity of educational institutions. Speaking of ministries, the Ministry of Health's Twitter account, which has more than 200,000 followers was hacked on Saturday the 2nd. The ministry said that any information tweeted while the account was in the hacker's hands was not reliable and that it did not reflect the ministry's ideas. Fortunately, there wasn't much damage caused and the issue was resolved within a few hours. Fuel Transportation Truck Owners Association held its General Assembly last week on the 31st of March and resolved to strike within 10 days if the government failed to regulate inflation. The association said that because of the government's negligence, the number of fuel trucks operating have decreased 24. The owner said that they were losing 25,000 beer on 500 US dollar per trip. Speaking of fuel, the Addis Adaba Transportation Bureau deliberated on draft laws to subsidize oil and regulate oil prices. The subsidized fuel will be given to public transportation vehicles like buses and taxis in around three months from now. Vehicles eligible for the subsidization must have a GPS by the 6th of May 2022. Ethiopia's runners continue to make their home proud as Deso Galmisa struck gold at the Paris Marathon on Sunday the 3rd. Second place also went to an Ethiopian 2021 Chicago Marathon winner, Sefu Tura. 
There were more headlines in the sports scene as the 44th edition of the biggest club football match in Ethiopia, commonly referred to as the Shegar Derby, was played on Tuesday the 5th between the two biggest football teams, St. George and Ethiopian Coffee, at the Adama Science and Technology University Stadium. St. George cruised through with a simple win, scoring four and conceding none. The win stinged St. George's league lead and coffee now sits at ninth place the ramadan fasting season began on friday the first for a month followers of islam refrain from eating the whole day and break their fast at night the fasting season ends on the first of may that's it for this week thanks for joining us hey did we tell you that we don't care about you your opinion or your feedback april fools we love you tell us how we can get better let us have an honest conversation. Also, don't forget to add us to your favorite or subscribe in the listening app of your choice to get updates whenever we upload a new episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Rorschach Ethiopia. Ciao.